Hello and welcome to Core Values, the All Things Broken Arrow Public Schools podcast. I'm your host, Greg Spencer, alongside, as always, Superintendent Mr. Chuck Perry. Chuck, how are you doing today? Doing great. Good morning. It's hard to believe, but we are almost done with another school year, and we have two very special guests with us here today. We have our principal of Broken Arrow High School, Mrs. Crystal Barber. How are you doing, Crystal? I'm well. Good morning, everybody. And then we have our Director of Student Life and Activities, Christian Wellborn. How are you doing, Christian? Good morning. I'm good. All right, so it's uh, I can't believe it. It's really like the next to last full week of school here where graduation is coming on here really shortly, and that's what we're here to talk about today. But first, before we kind of dive into that, I want to have you guys talk a little bit about your background, how you ended up being a Broken Arrow Tiger, and Christian, we'll start with you. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going into my 12th year this year um, at Broken Arrow. I, I started out actually at the Education Service Center um, in the communications department. And when this job um, at the high school opened up, um, my heart's always been with kids. So I jumped at the opportunity and I've been out here. Um, this this coming school year will be my seventh year. So That's hard to believe. I know. It goes fast, right? Now, you tell us a little bit where you're originally from, where you graduated college, that kind of stuff, high school um, as well. From around here, I graduated from Union, um, but I'm a Tiger. We, yeah, we don't hold that yeah, against. So there's a lot of you, you know, a lot of people with Union backgrounds. Um, went to college. Um, I tried out all of the schools here in Oklahoma. <laughs> graduated from um, the University of Oklahoma Health Sciences Center, actually, and um, took a little curve in my career and came right back to education, where I always nice. knew I wanted to be. So. All right, Crystal, what about you? Well, I'll go back a little bit. I graduated from a school in Southern California, Irvine High School. Yep. Um, actually, it's very similar to Broken Arrow High School. Lots of classroom buildings, uh, big campus, lots of academics, athletics, fine arts opportunities. So was it, was it just a one high school town, at least back then, or that was just back, the original one? Back then, we had three high three. schools, and I think since then they've built another one. So I yeah. uh, ended up moving to Oklahoma right after graduation to attend the University of Central Oklahoma. My grandparents lived pretty close to that uh, university, so I attended there, got my bachelor's in Spanish education, and then got my master's in secondary ed. And I started teaching in Oklahoma City Public Schools. I taught Spanish and then became an assistant principal there. And then this, uh, and then moved up to Broken Arrow and became an assistant principal at the Freshman Academy. They came up to the high school as grade level principal. And then this is my third year to serve as high school principal. I, I knew the California background, but I don't think I realized you were uh, all things a master of Spanish. Uh, are you still pretty fluent? And I, st- I still am. <laughs> Yeah, sure, I, I knew about the Spanish. I didn't know about her from California, so I'm <laughs> yeah. learning something this morning, too. Yeah, when we had her on with a podcast with some students last year, she talked a little bit about uh, the California background. Um, before we dive into the graduation topic, let's just talk a little bit about this year in terms of you know how fast it's gone. I know, Crystal, for you, it's it's really been your first more sense of normalcy, you know, normal year as a principal. Talk a little bit about the year for you, any highlights or things in particular. Oh, it's just been a really awesome, awesome school year. Um, our only distance learning days have been distance learning Mondays. Yeah. So yeah. we've been in person the entire year. We've been able to carry on with our no- normal activities and all of that. So from my perspective, it's been an awesome year. Christian, you guys got to have your first big school-wide, school-wide pep rallies since, what, uh, the, the fall of 2019? 2019 yes. Talk a little bit about some of that stuff and the big events that you guys put on. So uh, we kicked off the year. We had Aloha Bash, um, and quickly, um, a couple weeks after that, had our first pep assembly in several years. Um, we've, we've been able to carry on. <clears throat> excuse me. We've been able to carry on all of our um, events. 
this year with record attendance. So mm-hmm. that's been really exciting. Kids are glad to be back, glad to be um, back to normalcy and, and that's showing with our attendance. Talk, cool. talk about your numbers at the prom and a couple of the okay. events. Uh, so prom, you know, used to, when I first started out here at the high school, we were averaging about 1,300 students at prom. And this year we sold over 1,900 tickets. So, and I would say in the last couple of years that has climbed drastically. It's we're great. Just, we're seeing a huge surge in um, attendance and, and just engagement from our students. And that kind of seems to kind of go across the board the last, you know, five, six, seven years in terms of uh, homecoming dances and things like that as well. Just you guys continuing to increase. And I think even more than whenever with some of that stuff got canceled, kids probably appreciate it more, right? I think so. Yeah. All right. So let's dive into graduation. It's a, it's a big topic. It's coming up here soon, the Tuesday, the 23rd. At the BOK Center, we're back at the BOK Center for the first time since 2019 for mainly because of construction reasons, right? That is correct. Uh, With the construction of the event center on campus, and then you compile that with the uh, 61st Street um, widening from the city and those two things together, uh, the traffic would just be uh, really a nightmare trying to get in and out of the place. because we're dealing that with the on a daily basis here at the high yeah, school. Yeah, I can't imagine know, trying to <laughs> get twelve thousand people yeah. in and out with both of those projects going on. So um, that really pushed us back to the BOK uh, Center at this time. It's just going to be a one year thing, and we'd love to be back at the high school next year. Which it's it's sure nice to have because it is a, a great place. You know, both of them have so many pluses you know I've, I always enjoyed having it at the BOK Center and it's just I think it's a cool opportunity for the kids I mean they're yes. getting to graduate in an arena where famous people have had big time concerts and uh, you know it allows us to fit in 16,000 plus people which is, is pretty unique so um, but I know I know you had a, a lot of you know your heart ha- really likes having it here and kind of it was cool you know I, even on my perspective it's been pretty neat the last three years in terms of you know, some of the pictures and video footage, like, you know, two years ago, we had that sunset that was just insane. And some of the drone shots and things that we got from that are, are pretty unique. It's, it's been great. It's, it was one of those things, good things that I feel like came out of COVID Miss Wellborn, her team, uh, Miss Barber, I mean, just made it a, an incredible, uh, night the first time we did it and yeah. kind of, uh, got the momentum rolling to make it an annual event. Yeah, I mean, I still look back to that, uh, the 2020 year, you know, we, we did that, the work on the virtual graduation celebration that we did, kind of not knowing where things were headed. And then it's all of a sudden June came around and, you know, no one had really, ha- I think we were one of the first, you know, schools in the state to really be like, we're going to have graduation at the end of the year. And it was, I was very glad we did. It, it turned out great. So we know when and where it is, Tuesday the 23rd, Tuesday, May 23rd, back at the BOK Center. Um, pulling and planning gra- graduation requires a lot of logistics. I mean, we, we have meetings. I mean, I can only imagine like I, I'm in some of those meetings, but you know, go into some of the details of just kind of how you guys pull it off. Well, it takes a village for sure. Yeah. Um, we have an incredible team there. There are certain things that, um, I can just, I just know it's going to get done. Yeah. You know, your team, you guys handle the air vision team handles sound and, um, all of the video content, um, that kind of thing. And then uh, we have Kim Bento from the PAC. She handles all of the stage setup, um, just the the general run of the ceremony. Um, she's really great at that. She's an amazing event planner. 
uh, Miss Barber, she handles the script for us. So uh, that's what's up on the podium so that everyone knows uh, where we're at and, and what we're saying. Works with our students on their scripts as well. And uh, Miss Heckler really drives a lot of it. She's our student, uh, mm -hmm. our, our senior um, class office advisor, senior board advisor. <laughs> and um, she does a lot with our volunteers. We have quite a few teachers that um, help us with that night. So she is the one that makes sure that we have someone in every station that we need them, um, communicates with our teachers, signage for our graduates. Um, all Speaking of, of signage, of the, the giant, I was, I was, when I did the B-roll for your video the other day, I was like, oh yeah, we've got that giant sign back there. Uh, is that still in good it's, shape? <laughs> yeah, I haven't used it in a few years. It's probably got some wrinkles in it, but yeah. I believe four or five panels. So yeah, it's it's humongous, it's huge. So we we've got our warehouse team that that will bring those items to us at BOK, um, and then I have uh, my team. We work on the program, um, parking, that's parking, another, stu yeah, yeah, student seating because um, you know we have nearly fourteen hundred students that yeah. we have to organize and, and get them in their seats. So. What do we know the exact number yet or ballpark exact? It's, yeah, it's around 1400. So remember that includes Broken Arrow High School, main yep. campus, early college high school, uh, virtual academy. And then next year academy. we'll have our first Vanguard right, next graduates. Vanguard next yeah. year we'll have graduates. So it's every, you know, graduating senior and some early grads. We and this is the, the first year for the early college high school students that have been in the program for the fourth fourth year. So that's pretty cool. They're actually doing their courting ceremony uh, tomorrow, yes. which Friday would, when you listen to this, won't be tomorrow. But yeah, that's pretty cool as well. First year for that, uh, for all four of them. Yeah. So obviously it takes, like you said, it takes a village. It's a humongous team. To, is there anybody that we left out that we can think of that we need to give a shout out to, to pull this thing I'm off? Sure. Have. <laughs> we apologize yeah, if we did. If we did, I, I apologize. Yeah. All right. So with the over fourteen hundred students that we have, if for those of them that have never been to a Broken Arrow High School graduation, does that mean that the ceremony will last until about twenty twenty four, or mm -hmm. how long does that usually take? We, I think, we do a really good job. Uh, how I usually say it is we have about an hour of pomp and circumstance yep. and then an hour of name calls. <laughs> so it's about a the names hour. go fast. The names go fast. Uh, again, it's a, it's a village effort. Uh, we keep, we keep the program moving and I think we do a really good job. Yeah. It. I think, I think my first year here, I was just kind of blown, you know, blown away by just the, the, first of all, the, you know, it's just back and forth. You got two things going on and it, it does take a long time, but at the same time, it, it doesn't, you know, it feels faster than it actually is. And I think if you're a parent, you know, or, or a family member watching from the stands, you know, it probably, you know, especially if you're at the back end of the alphabet, you know, it probably feels like it takes a while. But uh, for us to pull off all that we do in that, that time frame is pretty impressive. Um, what are two or three things that parents should know kind of in the weeks leading up to graduation? You want to take this one, Christian? I would say get there early. Yeah. <laughs> get there early. Get there early. <laughs> and so... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think in the meeting, we're actually going to open the doors a little bit earlier than we have in the past, are, right? Uh, our, our goal is five o'clock. Um, if we have the opportunity to open a little earlier, mm -hmm. we were willing to. So um, I would say just just plan um, appropriately. BOKcenter.com has parking suggestions. There's a map. So I, it would be really great if they would um, get familiar with that area, kind of have a plan yeah. for where they're parking and, and just get there early because we, we really want to start right at seven so we can get you home before. You know, I was just thinking about that question. I think just one thing 
to remember is to really enjoy that evening. And we'll say that to students too, but to really just take the time to just be present and enjoy the graduation ceremony and enjoy your kids and, and being with your family. So yeah, get there early and then enjoy, enjoy the time and the evening. And speaking of getting there early, as always, we will have, you know, not that you're just going to sit there and look at a video board for two hours, but we will have pre-show entertainment both in the building on the on the video screen there at the BOK. We'll have a student-hosted hour and a half or so long pre-show with different video content from throughout the year and some new stuff. And then leading up to the last 20 minutes, we always have Darren Davis, Kelly Pence, and you know, kind of a, I don't know what they call that band, you know, the, it's not the pride necessarily, but you know, some of the bands playing some really good music. So that'll be great as well. Um, let's talk a little bit about, you know, you talked about the team of people. And one thing I don't think we mentioned is all the administrators that have to be down on the floor, be up in the stands before the kids come down to kind of, you know, curb the shenanigans, so to speak. Uh, talk a little bit about that. We'll have a, a very strong security and administrative presence. Um, we are bringing in our middle school principals, our own Broken Arrow Public School security staff. Well, you know, TPD will be there as well through BOK, um, and there's an event staff that BOK will provide as well. So we'll have lots of people um, around to just keep things moving in the right direction and addressing anything that needs to be addressed. Crystal, anything else on, on that topic? Uh, cover it. I think that covers uh, it. Uh, if I could add one thing, you know, there, there's um, first and foremost the the safety part. We want it to be a great night, and that's why we have the uh, increased security at the event too, and um, why we you know try not to allow things such as uh, beach balls and air horns. I, I really think it's important that we realize this is about the students and the families and when things become a distraction that's not on the students, I hate that for the students. Uh, if there's a, a noisemaker in the stands that somebody's trying to draw attention to their child, they could be taking away from yeah. that next child that's called. Well, and, and especially as, as fast as those names are going, it's yeah. not about spotlighting. You, know, you don't have that time to just sit there and let's all stand up. You, you know? don't. So it's just something for people to think about and uh, realize every name called, is it's a, it's a valuable thing and a valuable time period. Yeah, something that I actually just thought about uh, – and I'm, I'm pretty sure there are no, the concession stands are not open during this evening, right? Or we have some, some they, water they or will something? sell water. Okay. Uh, we want to make sure that our patrons have access to that. But no, no uh, nachos or hot dogs and things like that, right? <laughs> I mean, some to look into. Man. <laughs> um, so we talked about parking already, but let's, let's talk. Yesterday we put out a video. Crystal had a message in regard to just the dress code and some of the other things. Talk a little bit about that, and then we'll tell people where they can find that video and more information on graduation. So one of our core values in our district is diversity. We, we celebrate and we find strength in our diversity. So um, we have uh, really adopted some new regalia practices so that we are celebrating our kids and their different Native American heritages and other ethnic heritages. So we have been communicating and been pretty deliberate and intentional about all that communication that has gone out. So if students are wishing to or are wanting to wear uh, non-traditional items, there's just a basically a Google, well, it's a form stack yeah. that they submit, and they include a picture of what they are requesting to wear. And then Mr. Pape, who is our, our district um, Indian Ed coordinator, I think that's his position, yeah. he is working through c communicating with those families on the Native American um, regalia, and then I'm working with the other ones and communicating with them. 
So it's a pretty simple process. Yep. And so far, um, it's just been really encouraging to see all the diversity we have and how kids are wanting to honor that at the ceremony. And really Ms. encouraging. Ms. Barber, and I, you know, the idea of, of what we're doing, it, can you talk about it? it's not to exclude anyone. It's just about protecting um, the honor of Absolutely. wearing that stuff. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, this ceremony, we, we, we want to honor and celebrate and it's also a distinguished and dignified ceremony. So it's, yeah, yeah not to exclude anyone. We, we really want to include. We just want to do it in a way um, that we're celebrating and maintaining the dignity of that ceremony. It's good. Yeah, and you can find basically all the information that we haven't discussed on baschools.org slash graduation, including the video that we put out yesterday. That'll be up on YouTube as well. All the students saw it on GMBA yesterday here uh, at school. That about covers it. You know, it's if, you, if there's any question that you didn't have, like I said, well, that link will be right here on the screen and you can go to it. Um, and it's coming up. It's it's Tuesday, May 23rd at the BOK Center, graduating over 1,400 students in the class of 2023. And with that said, we're pretty much done. But I want to know, do you guys got any summer plans? I'm going to the beach. The <laughs> Which day, beach? Day after Memorial Day, um, seaside area. Nice. One of my favorites. Yep. So far, what's on the books, I am uh, one of the kids' camp sponsors for my kids' church camp, and we're going to Falls Creek, so that's happening. And then I have the honor of going to a national assessment conference in New Orleans at the end of June, and then there'll be something else, I'm sure. At least it's in a fun place, right? (laughs) National assessment conference. Wow. I I really know how to have fun. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode of Core Values. We'd like to remind you that if you can't make it to the class of 2023 graduation, we will be live streaming that on AeroVision.tv as well as Broken Air Schools YouTube. And that's all the time we have. Once again, go and visit that website that we put up here again if you have any questions and we will see you next time.